It's Friday night. What places are you heading to for post-work happy hour? Tell us. This podcast is making a best of the best list and needs recommendation for happy hour menus at restaurants in KC. Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. UpToDate wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. The Kansas City Chiefs are heading to their fourth Super Bowl in five years. When the team makes it this far, it's become something of a tradition here at KCUR to make a bet with a public radio station in the city of the Chiefs' opponent. This year, as the Chiefs prepare to play the 49ers, we've got a wager going with our friends at KQED out in San Francisco. Joining me now to talk about it is KQED's morning news anchor, Brian Watt. Brian, welcome up to date. Good to have you on the show here. Thank you. Good to, ha- good to be with you. So first, we need to talk about this bet between our two stations. If the 49ers win the Super Bowl, which isn't likely, we'll send you some delicious Kansas City-style barbecue, obviously. But if the Chiefs win, what are you guys going to send us? Oh, we're going to send you some San Francisco sourdough. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, and this is one of the wonderful, there are a lot of wonderful things to eat in San Francisco in the Bay Area. But sourdough is probably one of our most famous products. And sure it is. the history of it and the science of it is actually something that people talk a lot about. It goes back a long, long way. And, uh, you know, if you want to learn the full story about what you'll be missing, um, <laughs> you can um, actually listen to the Bay Curious podcast that we make. We had we have an episode about sourdough, but you know the most famous sort of you know promoter of sourdough is Bodine. You know which has a big thing on Fisherman's Fisherman's mm. Wharf mm-hmm. in San Francisco, and you know they claim they've been making the same loaf of bread for you know you know. 168 plus years. Mm. Well, well, help me here a little bit because some of our listeners tuning in right now are going to be thinking, hey, when we win, we get a loaf of bread. But if on the off chance that you guys win, you get barbecue, you're getting a lot better deal. You know, that really might be true. But (laughs) I think all I can say is that um, we're going to win so you don't have to worry about it. Okay. And you know what? I might be willing to just send you some bread even if we do win. Well, that would be a nice well, gesture, Brian. Well, a very nice gesture. <laughs> well, these days, right when you walk into Case UR, we've got a Chiefs you know, decorations all around our front desk. The fandom is palpable here. Is it the same way at KQED in San Francisco? Yes. Um, we actually had a day on which everyone was encouraged to wear their San Francisco 49ers stuff. There are people who have worked at KQED for a really long time. And so they go back to all the Super Bowls that uh, San Francisco played in. And so they have paraphernalia. There's some real diehard fans. And so you see it all over the building. And then, of course, you step out of the building and you might see cars driving by with the flags sort of Mm. flapping, you know, attached to the to the hood. 
So when you're walking around in the Bay Area, you know, what's the atmosphere like when the Niners are on the cusp of a world championship like this? I mean, around here, the Chiefs are the biggest story around anytime they're this deep in the playoffs. Well, I'd say that it's pretty huge like that in San Francisco, but this is a city that got used to winning Super Bowls. I think that this team is special because they have been a contender for, uh, you know, the last several years, but they haven't quite turned the corner, famously losing to Kansas City. That's right. uh, The last time they were actually in the Super Bowl, but they played in the last three NFC championships. And so we're back in the Super Bowl. And I'd say the stakes are high because there's this sense that this is sort of the perfectly built team. Mm. And, um, you know, there's even talk about how a Stanford professor who taught a class on the art and science of decision making was instrumental in developing the vision statement Hmm. um, that actually helped the 49ers build the roster that they have right now. Wow. Yeah, no, it's a really big deal. Burke Robinson, really nice piece written about it. And, you know, this is someone who was brought in by the general manager to help them decide what qualities they were looking for in each player that they selected beyond just the physical qualities, the sort of, you know, how they are to play with, how they are in the locker room. And so we feel like this is one of those perfectly crafted hmm. inventions, which is, you know, another thing that San Francisco can be known for. Well, you have a great team. There's no question about that. I mean, the 49ers didn't get this far without having some studs on the roster. On the defense, who is the big X factor for you on your team? Well, I have to point to Nick Bosa, who yeah. is just this insane pass rusher. Defensive player of the year last year. And right before the season, he was a contract holdout. And, you know, that wound up paying off for him because he reached this deal that made him the highest paid defensive player in NFL history. Hmm. Um, And I think he's going to be key to the defense stopping your quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, and the more famous than he could have ever imagined tight end, Travis Kelsey. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think this is uh, he, he is the X factor. But like, you know, this defense has got to figure out how to be present on play one of this game mm-hmm. because they've had a couple of games here in the playoffs where they just didn't seem quite ready. Like the NFC championship, right. the Detroit Lions kind of had their way with the defense for the first half of the game. That cannot be the case when we take the field against Kansas City. Well, let me just point out, on our defense, we have a couple of guys who I don't think get as much attention as they should. Uh, I'm talking about our two cornerbacks, Ladarius Sneed and Trent McDuffie. Uh, Both are all-pro caliber guys, and it's not often that teams have not one but two shutdown corners. I think he's going to give Mr. Purdy maybe a tough afternoon. The two of them are going to give Purdy a tough afternoon. Well, I, I... Can't dispute that. Um, Purdy seems to find a way. Um, he has been underestimated a lot, but he has overcome that. So it, it's kind of odd because you can never really see Purdy coming, but he manages to get yeah. the ball where it needs to go. I mean, it's kind of weird. It even happened in the Detroit game, the NFC Championship. Um, but he's also got Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. who, you know, can run the ball, can catch the ball 
And so it's not just these two guys you have on the corners, but you got to have people in the middle ready to deal with Christian McCaffrey because that guy's like a grenade. I mean, he's not very big, but he is crazy explosive. We'll be right back. I want to point out to you, Brian, that the Chiefs have quite a bit of experience playing over at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. And to this point, they've never lost there. Does that concern you? Um, I don't know if that really concerns me because when they played there, they were playing against the Raiders and the Raiders haven't always been very good, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, probably that would be my answer to that. You know, the Bay Area and fans here have a really, really tricky relationship with the Raiders since they left Oakland to go and move into Vegas and play at Allegiant Stadium. But um, it is true that uh, Kansas City has definitely been to Allegiant and, you know, they're going to be uh, more familiar with sort of what it means to play in that place. So when the final whistle blows on Sunday, what's your best guess as what the final score is going to be? Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm awful at this. Um, I, I have always been terrible at predictions, and I've <laughs> hated, hated to do this. Um, I'm going to tell you what I want. Yeah. I want... 21-10, 49ers. Mm-hmm. I want the 49ers defense to show up and be present and, you know, be what everyone knows it can be and find a way, you know, put some riddles out there that Mahomes simply cannot solve. You really think there's a riddle out there that Pat Mahomes can't solve? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I have mm-hmm. a lot of respect. It's, uh, I mean, it is... Truly amazing what he's been able to do. So yeah. there's a lot. There is respect everywhere for Patrick Mahomes. Well, that's that's for sure. <laughs> You're trying to get me to talk smack. You know we don't do that so well in public radio. <laughs> well, I'm I'm going with 2817 Chiefs, and I'll just point out that almost every expert, not all of them, but just about every expert, is saying the Chiefs with Mahomes are going to pull this thing out. Well, I mean, we are the game. What can I say about that? You have to play the game. That's right. That's you right. Know, you know, I if you want me to be really personal about this, um, I actually went to the Super Bowl when it was at Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara here in the Bay Area. Hmm. I am from Charlotte, North Carolina. Originally, I'm a fan of the Carolina Panthers. We were playing in that Super Bowl. We were heavily favored. And we blew it. Like yeah. we just did a poor job delivering on what we thought was kind of a done deal. It was very upsetting. And I want to apologize in advance if that's what happens to the Chiefs. <laughs> well, let's play the game and find out. That's Brian Watt. He's the morning radio news anchor at KQED out in San Francisco. Brian, you're kind to give us some of your time. Thanks so much. Thank you, Steve. I enjoyed it. You bet. Up to date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancard, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Lauren Texter. Paul Nakatura works our board. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.